Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Victim Podcast, brought to you by Lamin Fadera. In this episode, the Victim Podcast, Isaac Jamin spoke to the chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, Emmanuel Daniel Jew. He will be speaking on the role of the National Human Rights Commission in the implementation of the government-wide paper on the TRRC report. Mr. Juf spoke about the mandate of the National Human Rights Commission and their role in monitoring post-TRRC process. So in that white paper, uh, the National Human Rights Commission was tasked, uh, in other words, the government agreed with the recommendation of the TRRC that because of the nature of the NHRC and its mandate, it was better positioned to monitor the implementation of all the recommendations that have been made, but not only that, to um, to also report to the National Assembly on the status of those implementations. Monitor, but we report back to the National Assembly on the status. The National Human Rights Commission was set up by an Act of Parliament in 2017. Why is it important to set up an institution to promote and protect human rights in the Gambia? Our institution, the National Human Rights Commission, was set up by an, act, by an act of the National Assembly in 2017 and it also became operational in 2019, February 14, uh, with the five commissioners. Uh, it's a permanent institution with a very broad mandate of uh, promoting and protecting human rights of all those who live within the confines of this Gambia. You're also right that um, uh, there was an exclusionary jurisdiction clause that we could not look into human rights violation during the Jame era, unless, of course, they were continuing. For example, things like enforced disappearances. With these and a lot more to come in today's podcast, our special guest, Emmanuel Daniel Juve, chairman of the National Human Rights Commission. In case you are listening to the podcast for the first time, welcome on board. The main objective of the Victim Podcast is to raise awareness about the transitional justice beyond the work of the TRRC and highlight the importance of implementing the recommendation of the TRRC's report. The podcast will create a platform for victims, civil society organizations and NGOs to ensure co-raise awareness of the non-recurrence of human rights violations and never again campaign is achieved in the form of a podcast. You can follow the Victim Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, or better still, on Instagram. Well, since the establishment of the National Human Rights Commission by an Act of Parliament in 2017, the Commission mandate is to promote and protect the human rights of every single Gambian. One of the main functions of the Commission is to investigate any violation of human rights independently on its own if they receive complaint from individuals or group of people within the Gambia. For more information about the role of the National Human Rights Commission, let's hear from the chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, Emmanuel Daniel Juve, in an interview exclusively with the victim podcast, Aisaru Jame. Um, so your institution, the National Human Rights Commission, as we all know, it was set up by an act of parliament um, as a human rights institution to look into human rights violations that happened after the, the Jame regime, but we also understand that um, you're going to be the ones to monitor the implementation of the government's white paper. So um, can you basically briefly tell us um, really how your institutions would be doing this monitoring of the government's white paper? Yes, Aisha, you are very right. Um, our institution, 
the National Human Rights Commission was set up by an, by an act of the National Assembly in 2017 and it also became operational in 2019, February 14, uh, with the five commissioners. Uh, it's a permanent institution with a very broad mandate of uh, promoting and protecting human rights of all those who live within the confines of this Gambia. You're also right that um, uh, there was an exclusionary jurisdiction clause that we could not look into human rights violation during the Jame era, unless, of course, they were continuing. For example, things like enforced disappearances and so on and so forth. But um, <clears throat> the TRRC uh, closed shop. Uh, they gave their recommendation to His Excellency, the, Republic, uh, the President of the Republic of the Gambia. And uh, in May 25th of this year, the government came up with a white paper, a government white paper, in which an analysis of the recommendations of the TRRC were made, uh, and the government also went on to, 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 to of its statement of intention mm -hmm. as to um, the recommendations that they had accepted to implement. And of course, as we most of the time say, that they, they had accepted to implement almost all the recommendation, except for a few here and there. Um, um, so in that white paper, uh, the National Human Rights Commission was tasked. Uh, in other words, the government agreed with the recommendation of the TRRC that because of the nature of the NHRC and its mandate, it was better positioned to monitor the implementation of all the recommendations that have been made. But not only that, to um, to also report to the National Assembly on the status of those implementation. To, in other words, we, we not only uh, um, monitor, but we report back to the National Assembly on the status of the... So this is like an accountability mechanism to tell the National Assembly, well, here is what the government of the Gambia has agreed to do. Have they done that? So this is our job in the process. But of course, um, we will talk more on the monitoring aspect. Mm -hmm. But you, if you look at the, the, the white paper itself, it not only talk about the National Human Rights Commission's mandate mm -hmm. to monitor the implementation, but it also even gives the National Human Rights Commission um, uh, certain um, other duties. You will discover that um, we, the National Human Rights Commission has also been mandated to, to take part in building the capacity of the security forces. Yeah. Uh, here, looking at their training curriculum, uh, for example, making sure that human rights will be an integral part mm -hmm. of their training mm -hmm. in all that they do from the police, the prisons, immigration, and the military, mm -hmm. and that it will be streamlined into, the, into their training curriculum. Mm -hmm. So you have this capacity building, but also to, to look at other areas like um, um, uh, sexual harassment in the workplace, SGBV, mm -hmm. to work with the Peace Commission, mm -hmm. and many, many, many other areas. Mm -hmm. So the, the National Human Rights Commission is going to play a very big part in the, in the transitional justice process, especially the TRRC. In fact, I would say that the Never Again mantra that was coined by the, uh, uh, by the TRRC, uh, it's going to be carried forward by the National Human Rights Commission. So as you know, that awareness raising is one of the big things that it's part of our mandate. When you say promotional, it's really talking about 
awareness raising and advocacy, making sure that um, uh, these human rights um, issues are, are, are spread right across. So, but just to, to, to tell you what we have actually even started doing, um, just um, two weeks ago, we had a 10, 10 days nationwide caravan, mm -hmm. which was done together with um, civil society groups, and in which um, um, the supported by UNDP under the Peace Building Fund. But what we did was to engage the services of uh, a, a theatrical drama group called Bright Star Entertainment. Yeah. The objective was really just to sustain the, the, this historical record that um, the TRRC were, were given, um, the, 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 just to sustain um, the, the messages the, that, that came out in the, in the TRRC. Uh, if you look at um, uh, the recommendations, there are um, uh, almost 17, 17 thematic areas, and each area uh, has a set of recommendations. So during this uh, awareness raising um, uh, with the caravan, um, they, 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 they had um, drama in which the messages of the TRRC were played out in all the local languages mm -hmm. throughout the length and breadth of this country so that people will actually know what was the TRRC about, mm -hmm. what, what, what came out of the TRRC, what are the recommendations, because we really believe that you need to unpack the messages of the TRRC. We need to unpack and simplify all those recommendations. So this is also one of the things that we are going to do and we continue doing. Uh, we use the drama group, but we are also doing it within the local radio, radio station in all the local languages because you cannot talk about never again if people do not actually know what transpired during that 24 years. You know, sometimes... Memories are short, people forget, and everybody move on. Yeah. And it is important that if we're going to have a never again, if we're going to um, uh, remind Gambians that, listen, we must make sure that what happened here will not happen again, then we need to know the story. Mm -hmm. And this is where it's very important that the, 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 the National Human Rights Commission plays a very important part in this process of capacity building making sure that these institutions, especially the NIA, SIO, SIS, as they know, as they are known, to that the police, the prisons, um, the, the military, those institutions especially that have played a, a big part in the violations of these rights, mm -hmm. that, they, that they understand their role in the whole process. It is important that um, justice, access to justice, is uh, that Gambians have access to justice wherever they are. Mm -hmm. So these are the things, apart from monitoring, the monitoring role, advising the government, holding the government accountable, the National Human Rights Commission is going to play a very pivotal part in the, uh, part, rather, in the TJ processes, especially in the TRRC. Um, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jew. So with... with um the monitoring aspect, you spoke about the monitoring aspect and all the work that you, the National Human Rights Commission will be doing in terms of the implementation of the government's white paper. Um, but we've also seen that um, recently um, the Minister of Justice is working in collaboration with um, civil society organizations that are working on the transitional justice. Um, and through the support of um, American Bar Association, there was a, an ICTJ. There was a draft reparations bill, and recently um, they just concluded um, a three days um, review meeting, a retreat of of the bill. 
So how would the National Human Rights Commission work closely if this commission is set up that are going to carry forward the reparations? How would your work as a monitoring body and also other work that you, you're doing to ensure the white paper is imp implemented? How are you going to work um, closely with this uh, body? To, as we know, reparations is part of um, TGA mechanisms, which is very important. Um, so how would the National Human Rights Commission be working closely with this body that is going to take care of the continuation of reparations? Uh, perhaps I should start by saying that the bill itself, you've mentioned that there was a retreat. Yes. The National Human Rights Commission played a part in the review of this, uh, of this bill sure. um, uh, to make sure that really it is uh, human rights compliant. Yeah. All the, the, the possible gaps that were identified will be filled in mm -hmm. before it goes to approval of cabinet to start yeah, with yeah. and then the national assembly mm -hmm. so we are already playing a part in the process okay. that is one and number two remember that uh, the national human rights commission is a subject matter mm -hmm. expert institution on all matters relating to human rights mm -hmm. so whereas the bill is it even goes to the national assembly mm -hmm. we are going to also play a part in the review when it goes to the committee stage they have actually uh, this is not the first time they have invited us to to help them by giving a human rights lens to the document. So even at this inception stage, we're taking part in the process. So um, we are going to also uh, make sure and pressure the Standing Committee on, on, on Human Rights and Constitutional Matters to make this bill a priority so that it will pass. Once that bill is passed also and you have a commission, remember... The National Human Rights Commission has been given this broad mandate to monitor the implementation. So even that commission itself, mm -hmm. although it will be uh, established by an act of the National Assembly, the National Human Rights Commission will, by virtue of our mandate, okay. mm -hmm. our general mandate, and also as per the mandate given to us through the white paper, mm -hmm. we will actually monitor the processes of that monitoring uh, of, 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 the, the of the commission uh, that, that is going to work with reparation. Mm -hmm. So we will uh, we will be part and parcel awesome. of that process. We may not sit in that commission uh, because it will have its commissioners, but we will definitely keep an eye on what is going on. Because at the end of the day, we also report to the National Assembly every year sure. as to everything that con uh, that contains human rights. Um, um, but also, as you know, again that 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 uh, reparation commission. Mm -hmm. Is part of the TJ processes. Sure. So it will be part of an offshoot of the TRRC. Mm -hmm. So we are going to work very closely with the Commission okay. to make sure that um, uh, the mandate given to them is actually implemented as well. Um, thank you. I think that that is very clear in terms of how you're going to work with that um, that body that is going to carry forward the reparations process. Um, but let's just uh, maybe uh, wrap this up here. So as the chair of, of an institution that is looking at human rights violation and as well monitoring the entire process of implementation of the, the government's white paper, um, generally we have this never again mantra. How do you think um, we can achieve this, this never again mantra in the Gambia because we've seen um, after the, the government we still still have human rights violations happening to citizens and how do you think that this uh, human rights violation can be a thing of the past in yeah. the Gambia? So um, you see the never again mantra you can only achieve it through a multi-pronged approach mm -hmm. and that was what I mentioned to start with that um, the National Human Rights Commission it's even part of this big awareness raising uh, we need to sustain. Uh, to start with, people must remember 
where we came from for 22 years, yeah. what happened to Gambians. Mm -hmm. So this is, to start with, this is important. Mm -hmm. People must understand the reason why we are doing all these things, sure. to make sure that we will not have another dictatorship, mm -hmm. a dictatorship that systematically abused the human rights of Gambians, a dictatorship that killed, that um, enforced, disappeared people, a dictatorship that tortured people. So we need to keep this going, and people will remember that through different mediums, mm -hmm. uh, drama, uh, talk shows, debates in schools, but also um, we have to uh, reform the institutions. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Sure. And that's why capacity building, we need to reorient the way our security uh, services operate. Mm -hmm. 22 years is a long time, and a lot of them are still in the system. Although the, if you look at the recommendations, it, uh, some have been recommended to leave office, suspended, retired. But this, this was a system that was in place. Mm -hmm. And you are very right. Um, since 2017 to date, occasionally we have these issues of police brutality. Yeah. But as you know, I'm not saying we have solved everything. Yeah, but, but in each case that we are aware, we have actually intervened. Mm -hmm. and, and we have registered some success. Mm -hmm. um, again, um, these things will not happen overnight, sure. but also it's not an excuse to say that they, they will take time. Mm -hmm. We must make sure that they happen. Mm -hmm. For example, even our, our, our um, um, collaboration with the police for them to have a, um, a code of conduct. This was very important that the police force of the Republic of the Gambia has a code of conduct and they have validated that. But not only having the code of conduct to make sure that they live by the code of conduct. So we have all these processes. And if you look at the, T, the TRRC recommendations, as of next year, January, we're going to start a series of capacity building, mm -hmm. which will involve not only training, but also impactful training and measuring whether those training has impact. Mm -hmm. So it's a process. Yeah. But as I said, it's a multiple approach, and we need to do that together with civil society. Mm -hmm. Civil society is key in whatever we do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, Gambians must... Uh, you see, due process and rule of law, we must actually leave it. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, uh, um, 22 years has been a long period where um, due process and rule of law really disintegrated in this country. Sure. So it is a big job, as I said. We need a multi-pronged approach. But what is key to all these things is accountability. Sure. People must be made to account for what they have done. It's very important, whether it's through the National Human Rights Commission, whether it's through the court system, nobody is above the law. You see, this is the way how human rights started being encroached, mm -hmm. whereby you have branches of the executive doing things and there were no repercussions. Mm -hmm. And accountability has to be key in what we are going to do. And the National Human Rights Commission says no to impunity. And that was why we have been created to bring back a culture of rule of law, mm -hmm. to create a better society. So it is key that people are made to account for the wrongs that they do. Thank you very much, um, Mr. Emmanuel Juf. I think um, you've said it all in terms of your role as the National Human Rights Commission. And thank you for coming on the Victim Podcast. And this is in collaboration with the International Center for Transitional Justice, ICTJ. Until we come again your way. Thank you. Well, this is all we have for today's edition of the Victim Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the interview with the Chairman of the National Human Rights Commission, Emmanuel Daniel Juf. You can follow us on social media on Twitter at Victim Podcast, at Facebook, The Victim Podcast, and on Instagram, The Victim Podcast. 
You can also download and share the victim podcast on the different platforms. I have been your host, Lamin Fadera. Until we come on your way another time with a special edition. Thanks for listening.